welcome to talc teaching and learning consultation skills this is the talc talks podcast helping everyone who sees patients to improve their consultation skills to get better outcomes and this approach can even increase your job satisfaction this podcast is part of the module called talc skills for beginning consultations effectively and the chapter i'm going to talk about now is the one which concerns the preparation and it's called is your preparation positively promoting good performance now there's an old adage which is apparently misattributed to benjamin franklin which says by failing to prepare you are preparing to fail but i think the british army adage has it something like proper preparation and planning prevents poor performance We often don't think about preparing for consultations as an important skill, and yet there are things that we can do before the patient even comes into the room, which will help us to prepare and be ready for the consultation. There are two aspects of preparing for a consultation, each requiring slightly different skills. Firstly, the clinician needs to be orientated to the specific situation of the patient they're about to see. They also need to be ready to whatever comes up because we don't really know what each patient is going to talk to us about. And the chapter I'm talking about today addresses how to be ready for the specific patient who's coming next. But the clinician also needs to be personally prepared, psychologically speaking, for the consultation to come. And the skills you need to do that are covered in the chapter called How Can You Go Home With Energy To Spare? Both of these skills need to be learned early in medical training. And indeed, such skills are useful to any clinician working with patients. In hospital consultations or A&E settings, there may be relatively little information available about the patient as a whole. And clinicians might be quite used to simply plunging into the conversation or picking up from a quick verbal handover. However, in a primary care setting, it's unusual to have no information about a patient available before the consultation. Even a patient who is brand new to the practice will have interpretable demographic information and may well have some previous notes, some prescriptions lists or summaries from a previous practice. Having a systematic approach to reviewing the information available in the medical record will enable the clinician to orientate themselves to the patient and avoid some very obvious traps. For example, if you're not aware of a major health condition or relevant drug information or a social issue, you can get into some very awkward situations in the consultation. Quite a lot of people will have had a situation where they've said something like, so what will you tell your wife when you get home? Only to hear the patient say, she died last week. I saw the other doctor about that. This is embarrassing and also unnecessary. The skill of preparing for the consultation is a specific example of an important skill set called situational awareness. This means being conscious of what's happening around you, continuously checking your own perceptions against reality and against incoming information. So having situational awareness helps to predict the immediate and future impact of your own or the team's actions, including anticipating complications. These skills include things like monitoring the baseline. Now, this means asking yourself, is there anything odd or unusual here? Is there a noise from something happening in the waiting room? Is there something unusual about the way this patient is consulting right now? For example, is this someone who hardly ever comes to a consultation? Is this somebody who is insisting they need a home visit when they usually consult by telephone? 
All these things are looking out for variations from the baseline and give useful information. The next thing to be aware of is our bias towards normality. This refers to our tendency to convince ourselves that things are fine, rather than noticing subtle signs of something we need to attend to. For example, is this person consulting for the second or third time about an apparently uncomplicated water infection? Why is this elderly patient calling and saying it's just a bit of backache? Is that okay? Is that normal? The next thing we need to do at the beginning is to avoid excessive focus lock. Now this describes the way that we can concentrate on some aspects of the situation while ignoring others. For example, we might concentrate on a history of low mood, tiredness, poor sleep and a history of depression, not pay much attention to chronic loose stools. This might mean that we miss the fact that in this particular patient at this particular time, the diarrhoea is a sign of inflammatory bowel disease and their tiredness and poor sleep might be connected with that. Being prepared improves the consultation and has important benefits for the clinician themselves. Being prepared increases your confidence, it means errors are less likely and it certainly impresses patients. The result is less stress for the clinician and increased satisfaction for both parties. Now one thing to do is to have a look at the notes carefully and see what the electronic record is telling you. First of all, is this an acute visit or part of a follow-up? Does the appointment screen have any notes, for example, also wants prescription for her mother? What are the basic demographic details, name, age, gender, address, and what can be gleaned for this? For example, an address might give a highly relevant clue about the kind of place a person lives or who else they live with. Have a look and see if there are any key alerts. This might be something about the treatment they're on, something they're allergic to, or some aspect of their care which everybody seems to remember. What are the key existing problems? It's important to know about this. It's no good saying to a patient, I think you might have diabetes, if they then say to you, yes, I know about that. I've had it for 20 years. Go on to have a look at what they've recently consulted about. This will give you some context about their recent health, as will checking what drugs they're on. Are they actually collecting their prescriptions? Can you infer an illness that they might be having just from looking at the drugs they're on? Looking at the drug list carefully, are there any likely interactions that might play a part in their health? Finally, have a look and see if they've had any tests or investigations or recent hospital letters. This again will give you some context. Now, initially, this might seem a lot to do and practice by doing it slowly and carefully. As you get used to scanning around the notes, you'll get quicker and you'll be able to do it more quickly and under time pressure. So this is an introduction to what you need to do to positively promote good performance before the patient even enters the room. Have a look at the written resources for further ideas about learning this and further references as to what can help you understand this process more clearly. This podcast was brought to you by NHS Professional Educators, making training available to all.